Today is October the 13th. Should the church discipline its members? Let's find out together as we read 2 Corinthians. Reading through the Bible in a year today in 2 Corinthians, I'd like you to read the first three chapters. Then skip over to chapter 7. You'll see why when you do. So, in the first three chapters of uh, 2 Corinthians, we come to realize that Paul had an ongoing um, uh, letter uh, relationship with the Corinthian church. In 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians refers to a previous letter that Paul had sent to them and then received a letter back from them. That letter we don't have, but we do have 1 Corinthians. So in 1 Corinthians, Paul deals with the issues that he needs to talk to them about. We have looked at that letter over the previous uh, several weeks. In uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, Paul says, Now I wanted to visit you another time. But I was afraid I had asked you to do something, and I was afraid you hadn't done it. And I was going to be so angry that I think I would have lost it. So Paul said, instead of visiting you, I wrote you a letter. That letter is a letter of sorrow, a tearful letter, a letter that brought them to tears. And then we have 2 Corinthians. Now that letter of sorrow, Titus carried that letter to the Corinthian church. And over the first three chapters, Paul says, I sent Titus and I was so worried. I was concerned uh, how you would receive him if you would actually do what I had asked you to do. Um, in chapter three, apparently, Paul uh, had been in uh, uh, Ephesus when he sent that letter. And uh, he finished up, he wrapped up his ministry in Ephesus. Paul moved on to Macedonia in chapter 7, verse 3. We arrived in Macedonia. Paul continued to be concerned. He had not heard from Titus. Now, Titus went to the Corinthian church, delivered the letter, ministered there to them, and then he came back with a letter from them and with the report on the Corinthian church for Paul. He apparently went to Ephesus, didn't find Paul there. He heard that Paul had moved on to Macedonia so he went on to Macedonia, finding, looking for Paul. He found Paul, and look at what he says, what Paul says in verse 7. He told us, Titus told us, how much you long to see me, how sorry you are for what has happened, how loyal you are to me. And I was filled with joy. So Titus's ministry was a successful ministry. Now that brings us to the question, what was the issue? What was it that Titus had gone to do? Well, in chapter 2, right after saying that Paul sent them a sorrowful letter, Paul says, I'm not overstating it when I say that the man who caused all the trouble hurt all of you more than he hurt me. So Paul apparently singled out an individual in the Corinthian church, and he told the Corinthian church, you need to do something about that. Now, we don't know exactly who that man was, but I really wonder 
if that man was not the same man that Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 5. There, Paul says, I can hardly believe the report about the sexual immorality going on among you, something that even pagans don't do. I'm told that a man in your church is living in sin with his stepmother, and you're so proud of yourselves. Well, you should be mourning in sorrow and shame. You should remove this man from your fellowship. Paul says, what this man is doing is wrong, and yet you are apparently taking pride in what he's doing, probably saying things like, well, God has forgiven us, so it really doesn't matter how we live. It really doesn't matter what we do. What this man is doing, yeah, yeah, I might not do that, but it's okay for him because he's one of us and God has forgiven him. Paul says, no, no, he needs to stop. You need to remove this man from your fellowship. In fact, in verse 5, he says, throw this man out, hand him over to Satan so that his sinful nature will be destroyed and he himself will be saved on the day that the Lord returns. Paul calls what he's asking them to do, handing the man over to Satan. Now, that is probably not uh, 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 a statement that they should curse the man. Rather, it's remove him from your fellowship. Your fellowship is the kingdom of God. Don't let this man come into your fellowship. Let him know that if he continues to do this, he is not a part of God's family. He's not a part of God's kingdom. Well, Titus carried that message. Apparently, Paul was concerned after telling them to do that in 1 Corinthians. Paul wondered if they actually would. This man may have been uh, one of the main leaders. Uh, we really don't know much more about the man. But if this is the man that Paul is talking about in 2 Corinthians, the man who caused all of the trouble and hurt you more than he hurt me, if this is the man that he's talking about, when Titus arrived to talk to Paul, apparently he told Paul they did it. They threw the man out. They excommunicated him. And apparently the man repented. He realized that what he was doing was wrong. So now Paul says in 2 Corinthians 2, verse 7, now it's time to forgive and comfort him. Otherwise, he may be overcome by discouragement. So I urge you now to reaffirm your love for him. Apparently, the strategy worked. Now, I ask a question when we started. Should the church discipline its members? Yes, it should. In severe cases like this, cases in which there is a deep theological issue at play, or cases in which the church itself may be damaged and fragmented if the sin that's there continues. In those cases, yes. Discipline your members. Here in our local church, there have been times when pastors have gone to individuals and confronted them with sin. 
confronted them with things that we believed would hurt and injure the entire church if it came to light. Frequently, those people have left the church of their own accord. Had they not, had they insisted on staying, we would have gotten to the stage that we would have asked them to leave. Should a church discipline its members? Yes. And the idea is not a punishment. The idea is to help them realize the extent of their own sin so that they would change from that sin. If they change, our call is to receive them back into the church. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, what does it mean to be a new creation?